Welcome back to Unfiltered Faith Podcast with your host Stoss and Meredith. And this is where we get to the unfiltered truth about who God is and who he says you are. Oh yeah, baby. As the title of this episode, we're going to be talking about alcohol, um, like our past experiences, um, and just get into, you know, like, I wouldn't say taboo, but like, I mean- elephants in the room. Yeah. Yeah. So with my walk with God, like- I was very, even this year was very wishy-washy with like, oh, alcohol isn't bad. It's fine. If I have one drink, if I have one shot, it's fine. Like, it's okay. I mean, I still think one drink is fine. Like for me at a wedding, I'll have a glass of champagne. Yeah. 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 Depending on like how you know your limit. Like for me, when I was like, oh, one shot, uh, it would lead to like two or three. And then I'm like, oh no, like I needed to know my boundaries. So Holy Spirit would convict me and be like, okay, you're, you're either not going to, you're going to have one glass of wine and that's it. Or you're, you have to like discipline your mind to not, you know, go overboard. overboard. Yeah. Yeah. Because like in scripture, it says Ephesians 5, 18, don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead be filled with the Holy spirit. So, and and wait, fun fact, (laughs) alcohol is literally called spirits. Which is, like, crazy because, like, it's – you're being led by another spirit when you drink too much. No. No. I yeah, – It's real. It's 100%. Like, I feel like there is a big spiritual attack when someone gets, like, in the spiritual realm. Like, alcohol is – I feel like – opening a door. It's yeah, opening a door. That the devil wants to steal and kill and destroy. Yep. Yep. And – it's from my past experience, like it, for me, it led to reckless, recklessness and bad decisions. And (laughs) we're going to talk about this. Yeah. And I just, even like the next day and even now it's proven that it's a, it's a depressant. Like the next day I feel depressed. So to my mindset now, I know it affects me mentally, physically, and spiritually. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm done. I made the decision. Like, this is not for me. And in in my past experiences, I started drinking as young as 14. You guys, wow. that was like my freshman year of high school. And that's, that's not very good, right? Like I got introduced into alcohol from older people in my high school. And then I continuously just partied and drank. And, you know, Back back then, you know, like in college and high school, yeah, it's fun. And it's, you know, like, I guess you would say for me, I, I, I had a good time. But I knew it was destroying me mentally and spiritually, especially physically when I would wake up the next day hungover, sick. Oh, my gosh, you guys. And especially when I was, like, walking with God in high school and my mom was, like, really fighting for my salvation. And, like, she knew I was, like, partying and, like, around the wrong crowd. She was, like, interceding and praying for me. And she would force me to go to church on Sundays and I would be hungover. I would be just be like, no, I'm not going to church. And, um, and she knew like I was going out and partying and coming home late drunk. And she was just like, she, she knew the power of prayer. And obviously it paid off because now I don't, I don't do that anymore. I, you know, Holy Spirit has really convicted me this year as well about drinking. So, um, wow, yeah, that's like, such a cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So I don't know. I just feel like now it, I, I'm just like, alcohol. you just see it in a different way. Like the Holy Spirit yeah. has, has showed you like, okay, this is why I, 
you know, am warning you against this is because it leads you to do, to make reckless decisions. And I have, I was the same. Like when I was going to the club, sitting out till two in the morning, I was take, I used to take like six shots of tequila and then I would get to the club. And I remember I made out with this like guy. (laughs) And I just remember like the next morning after I would get drunk, I would feel, first of all, the feeling was just felt like death in itself. Like I remember Mm. literally saying to my sister, I was like, I want to die. I was speaking like so much death over myself because the feeling of being yeah. hungover was just horrible. So that's yeah. like a big red, red flag in the first place. Like, like you, would, you would tell feel- yourself, I would rather die than be hungover. I'd feel the same way. I'm like, I'd rather just die. I don't want to feel like this. Yeah. I mean, it's so like, that's why a lot of people die from alcohol poisoning because alcohol yeah. is poison to your body. And I just have literally experienced like, and there were times where I actually felt convicted from the Holy Spirit to stop. And then it's so crazy because I would do, I would like, drink again and I didn't know my limit so I'd have like a margarita and then I had another one and I got drunk and I remember the next morning I was like oh my gosh like I definitely know I don't want to be doing this so and that's why we have the grace of Jesus like if if it wasn't for his matchless grace we would not be here like like it covers our mistakes but it's like we got to learn from our mistakes at some point so that's no 100% agree and I know for me in the past I would go out and drink to kind of avoid things and fill the void when I wasn't fully walking with God. And I would just go out and drink. And and now I realize like, you know, sometimes we use alcohol as a way to to cope. Yeah. To cope or fill a void. And I just, you know, want to let you guys know, like, Jesus can fill that void with his love, his peace, his comfort, his joy. And I know how it feels to want to use alcohol as a way to escape. But in those mm-hmm. times you feel that way, I, I know just how much like the power of prayer in that moment and just praying and interceding for yourself and saying, God, I, I really want to go out with my friends and, and get drunk initially because that's what I used to do. I would just party and just do get drunk because I, I felt like I had a void to fill or I just didn't want to, I wanted to escape. So now I'm just like, I know that Jesus can fill those voids and bring you the uttermost peace and his presence will overcome that feeling of you wanting to go out and drink and party. And don't get me wrong. I feel like it's, if you have a wedding or some sort of event and you're going and you know your limits and you're like, okay, God, like I'm going to this event. Um, I know that I'm going to have discipline or I know that I'm not going to go overboard because, you know, I don't need to, but, um, just like it's, it's also your intentions of how you go into it. Like if your mindset is like, I need to, to get drunk, to fill this void or not feel this certain emotion, then ask Holy Spirit and ask God to help you during that time. But if you go into it like, hey, I'm going to this event and it's a healthy thing, you yeah, know, like that your just, mindset mm-hmm. of going into an event and being like, hey, I'm just going to have one glass of champagne. I, I'm going to a wedding or I'm going to this event. So you're going into it with a healthy mindset and, and knowing, you a know, renewed like, mind. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Like, and I love what you said because um, there's this verse out of Song of Solomon. I think it's in uh, chapter one, but it says, let your kiss – and this is like uh, 
it's the bride of Christ and King Jesus like talking back to each other. It says, let your let him kiss me with kisses of his mouth for your love is more delightful than wine. So mm. it's basically saying like the love of God is like more uh, satisfying than like the sweetest wine. So like drink mm. the wine of, of Jesus basically. So good. Yeah, yeah, no. Because a lot of time, you know, when I fully didn't get convicted, like even this year I found myself kind of, not abusing alcohol, but doing it to an excess. And I was like, okay, I need to know my limits or just not do it at all because I don't want to play with fire, you know? And a lot of people, a lot of people are like, well, nothing's wrong with you drinking. But my mom, my mom and I had a really good conversation and she said, you know what? Yeah, there's, you know, Jesus drank wine, but it's what leads to what is wrong with the decisions you make. So she's saying, you know, nothing is wrong with drinking, but what leads to it could lead to sin. So when, you know, when you're going out to have a drink and then, you know, I feel a peer pressure. Well, I never really felt peer pressure, but I just felt like, you know what, what the heck, why not? Why not have more drinks with my friends? I'm out already. Why not? And so that leads to me having more drinks and that leads me to getting drunk. And then that leads me to making bad decisions. You know what I mean? Like, the point being is like, it's not what is wrong with drinking. It's what leads to sin. That is what's wrong with it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It's that why it says, you know, the path to life is narrow and the path to destruction is very wide. So mm-hmm. it's like asking Holy Spirit, like, keep me on the narrow path so that I may find life, you know, because so a lot of the choices we make that, you know, we have free will can lead to death. So it's deciding like what, what choices are we going to make yeah. life or death choices? Yeah, so true. And Romans 13, 13, it says, because we belong to the day, you must live decent lives for all to see. Don't participate in the darkness of wild parties and drunkenness or in sexual promiscuity and immoral living or in quarreling and jealousy. Hmm. And you know, <laughs> guys, when I would, I know everyone can relate to this. When you get drunk, you have a lustful spirit. Like I, oh, oh I know. <laughs> Like, I know we've, I, Isaiah Salvador also mentioned, I'm going to link his video um, in the description about um, can Christians drink, can Christians, you know, the whole to- topic about alcohol. Um, you guys can check it out. It'll be in the bio. But um, he was saying how when he was in college, he would drink and he would just get this lustful spirit. And I'm like, dude, me too. That's why when I, if like, I try to steer away from that because it, that, like I was saying, it leads to sin. Oh my gosh. That just reminded me of that verse that is like literally my favorite one that, um, I feel is so underrated. It says, do you not know your body is the temple of the Holy spirit? Therefore honor like God with your body. Mm, And so it's like being mindful of the things that you're putting in your body is like, we got to you know, we like, we house the Holy spirit and God chose us to like live in, which is just like such an honor. So we just got to take care of our bodies guys. Wait, that's so true. That's so good. Like, why would we want to, not only honoring our body in the spiritual realm, like also physical effects, like and alcohol, like for me, at least personally, like, and like you said, it acts like a depressant. Like the next day I am not productive. I am not happy. I feel like death. Um, and then I think bad thoughts. I'm like, this is Mm -hmm. not good. It also weakens your immunity and like, obviously your liver and stuff. So it's like, God's literally saying like, honor your temple. So why would you destruct it with, with this poison? Now I kind of look at alcohol. I'm like, it's, it's, you know, wine and 
having in moderation and stuff. But now I'm like, I look at alcohol, I'm like, man, that stuff really poisons your body. Yeah. I know. I literally have no taste for it. Even like thinking about alcohol makes me nauseous because I have so many like bad memories. I'm just like, Ugh. I'm no, like, oh, seriously. No. But, but, and guys, remember, there's no shame. Like, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, like, what if you're listening to this and you're like drinking like, something right now? Like, we want you to know, first of all, that like there is no, no one is too far gone for Jesus to heal and to redeem. Yeah. Like, it takes one prayer, it takes one mindset shift. And sh- so, like, shame and guilt is identifying with your old self. But when you're in Christ and you've been born again, like your new self is forgiveness Mm -hmm. and mercy and grace. And so it's just coming boldly every morning to the throne of grace. It says his mercies are new every morning. So what you did last night, doesn't matter if you got drunk last night, you have a brand new start today to say, Jesus, help me, like free me in my mind so that I am not dependent on alcohol so that I don't go to it to fill a void that only you can fill. And that Holy Spirit, you are my comforter. You are my peace. Amen. That's fire. Hey, for the people in the back. No, that's so. No, seriously, that's no, that's so good because oftentimes, guys, um, even this year, I felt just mm, almost just shame because the next day I'm like, wow, like, why did I get? Why did? How did I get so overboard with drinking? You know, like, and I would feel, and I would feel so much like guilt almost and like then I would feel like oh it's fine like far you're like you're like oh well god like I've I messed up so like tries to the enemy wants you to think that you're distant from god and that you can't come back to him Mm -hmm. but that's like the biggest lie ever yeah and and he wants to make you feel like guilty and shame and and like why would you drink like you're not you're not living like the way you should be like for the lord and you're doing this and you feel so much like you just feel so I, for me, at least I was like, oh my gosh, like, why do I feel so much heaviness? But like Meredith was saying, we're made brand new in yeah. him because he, he has so much love and grace for us that we stomp on the devil. You literally just tell devil, no, like you are not going to bring shame or guilt or, um, condemnation, condemnation. Yeah. yeah and condemnation into my life. And I know that our God is stronger and better and that he will lead me through this. Yes. And so good. Just literally like fight. Roar back like a lion. (laughs) Literally just like, no, you can't shame me. (laughs) I'm going to shame you. (laughs) No, literally like I, when I would get those thoughts, I would literally say out loud, no devil. My mom has taught me to like fight back like with my mouth. Cause obviously there's life and death in your, in what you say. So I would literally fight back and just say, no devil, you will not, bring me down. Um, I, I am forgiven and, um, and I would repent and I'd be like, God, I repent and Holy spirit lead me to make better decisions and actions and lead me God closer to you. And, um, like Meredith was saying, um, let this void or let this, um, whatever your emotion, you're feeling loneliness or, uh, you need to feel like you feel like you need to depend on alcohol to feel something say, Holy spirit, God, I come before you, fill me up with your spirit, your love, your peace. And yeah, like just, oh, that's good. Yeah. Like asking for more of his spirit. Cause I feel like, like what happens is, cause we know the mind body connection with all this stuff. Like mm-hmm. when you're younger and you have these traumas or things that you go through, your soul gets wounded yeah. and the enemy will try to latch onto these wounds of our soul 
and make us dependent and addicted to certain things. That could be anything, food, alcohol, sex. And so it's like, the, the, what what we need to do is realize that like this is all spiritual. So it's like right. the Holy Spirit wants to heal your mind, heal your soul, so that you don't have that you are fully delivered and healed from all addiction and all like all things like that. And so it is a process. Sometimes it could probably happen instantly. I've seen deliverances like that. Um, but I think like personally for me, my healing and deliverance was so gradual. Like it was just about mm-hmm. renewing my mind in the word, reading the right. Bible, what yeah. what God says about me, like actually believing that I am chosen, I'm accepted, not rejected. I'm uh, worthy of love and that I am actually like, I'm actually loved and just really seeing myself through the lens of God's eyes. Mm-hmm. And then that broke off so much, so many strongholds of shame and condemnation and just really walking in freedom is is like knowing who you are. Yeah, so good. Um, it's definitely a spiritual, like like you were saying with trauma. It's definitely all spiritual, and and it can manifest into the physical realm and in addiction mm-hmm. or drinking or doing whatever. Um, and yeah, and if you need prayer, if you need community, especially to be oh, there for yeah. you, like don't hesitate um, to ask for help and ask for prayer yeah. because. Yeah two are better than one. And, and we, we all intercede for each other, you know, like I will always intercede for Meredith. I will always intercede for my family for struggling or if they need help, like don't let the devil shame you or guilt you into making you feel like you were alone. Um, and making you feel like you shouldn't be able to open up or talk to anybody about it. Mm -hmm. Of course, go to someone you trust and you absolutely know that will help you and guide you. But, um, also with with like this being a spiritual attack, um, just really get into community and, and, uh, I pray for any generational curse to be broken. You know, my family generational line, there was, um, um, I won't get too into it, but abuse and, uh, like sexual immorality and stuff. And so I had to be the one to break off any spiritual attacks whether it's with lust or whether with it's with any trauma that was trying to attach to me spiritually to manifest physically, AKA it could be, you know, um, drinking, partying, all that, that I was doing. Like I had to be the one to stop the generational curse. And I believe that if you feel like, um, drinking or whatever addiction that's latching onto you from a generational curse or a spiritual, just, um, attack, um, yeah, just don't be afraid to go into community and ask people. Yeah. Yeah. Basically the verse you just basically quoted was James five sixteen. It says, therefore confess your sins to one another and pray so that you may be healed. So basically when you're getting into community, like what we do is, is we tell people like, this is what I'm struggling with. And the moment you bring the darkness into the light, the light has sh- been shined on it. So now all you, all you can go from there is up. It's you're going to, shine that light into the dark place so that you, you can be healed. And that's like the number one thing. Like we got to be in community. We've got to be able to tell people like what we're going through so that they can help and pray for you. Like the power of, of our friends prayers going back to like generational curses. It's interesting because both Stoss and I have been like the ones in our family to say yes to Jesus and basically say like, okay, we're going to be the ones where it stops here with us. And it's, it sometimes is not uh, pleasant. Like it's been like kind of a painful uh, thing to oh, like yeah. feel. We decided to like feel all those things and go through the healing process so that our children and our future generations won't have to go- deal with the same things that 
we had to kind of deal with. Mm -hmm. So it's like we said yes to that. And every generational curse is broken at the cross by the blood of Jesus. And so it's how you win is by resting in him and knowing that by the finished work, like everything, all those curses are broken. So the moment you get born again, every curse is broken and every blessing upon your life is being released. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I breaking like generational trauma or traumas in your family bloodline guys. I believe every single person can do it. And I believe God will Mm -hmm. equip you and God will never leave you nor forsake you. And it's definitely tough, like, um, dealing with physical, emotional traumas and stuff like that is very hard, actually. Like, I'm going to be honest. It's something that you have to (laughs) relearn and have to understand the childhoods of your trauma that that manifested. Just going back into realizing, okay, how did this start? Lord, help me understand the patterns and help me break it in Jesus' name. And they will be broken. By, yeah. by his blood so he will finish the work he started in you amen yeah. he makes all things new <laughs> lord jesus i thank you lord for this episode that we um just talked about lord i pray for everyone listening right now um to for for this episode to um not condemn them but uplift them lord and for them to be encouraged that you are with them and to break any generational um trauma any addiction and if they're struggling with drinking lord right now so you come into their life and you and you fill them up with your love your peace your comfort whatever it is um that they feel like they need to rely on drinking lord and i just pray that they find the right people in the right community um to help them with whatever they are going through right now and we thank you lord for this time in jesus name we pray amen amen bye guys we love you bye love you